0: is on fire. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. This is the podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. Hot like fire. My name is David James Joining me once again, letting the motherfucker burn, is Adam Buncher. Quite hot. It's, yeah, it is quite in, hot In here no, I'm not picking
1: mm. myself up there
0: Well yeah Because the roof so, is on fire But we're underneath the roof We're just looking up And watching it burn Hot air, hot air rises So yeah, quite indeed. cool where we are <laughs> That's Under- Nathan <laughs> Harrison <laughs> The scientist. Yeah. <laughs> the crit- uh, yeah, also, <laughs> also uh, sorry, boxer. sorry, 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 professor Nathan. Harrison. Thank you, yeah. thank you, and numerologist. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> professor <laughs> of numerology. Yeah, <laughs> Talk of about numerology. Talk about a lot of hot air. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> oh my god, is that Andrew McDonald?
2: It is. Sorry, Krakenwise
0: <laughs> Wise. Wise
2: taking the bold stance to make fun of numerology. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's Andrew <laughs> McDonald. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, you, you might know me from my wildly successful <laughs> fucking presence online.
0: I <laughs> cool. don't know. Sometimes you're ret- you're retweeted by the uh, unverified David James Young. Yes, yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the man we know and love, <laughs> DJY writes.
1: Is there another account that's pretending to be you? I no. hope so. This, I really do. Because like no, you're, no, you're no. like the blue tick DJY and like, then
3: there's some s- other guy. <laughs> so easy for us to make that though.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: By the time this episode goes live, yes, they will be. Um, yeah. yeah yes, Called I said. the real DJY <laughs> <No, it's>
0: like <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking hell. <laughs> Here we are. 50 songs down. Clock them. Mm-hmm. Has it been a good countdown so far? Mm-hmm. Fucking who's to say? Really?
1: I hope
3: us.
0: I'd say passing judgment on the hottest 100 is, is our. It's kind of our red on
2: d'être. <laughs> <laughs> only
0: God can judge me, and only William Beatty can judge the hottest
1: 100. Look, that's fair. William, <laughs> how was it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Send yeah. us a message, dude. All right, enough jibber jabber. Let's get amongst it. Let's crack into this top 50. See what it's made of. And we start very promisingly with a band by the name of Arcana with a song
1: called Eat Me. Please rise for the Indonesian national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> what is eat me in
0: Indonesian?
2: I could I look, look it up you know. if you want. Begin you yeah, was...
1: answer that without being racist.
2: That's more of a thick Indonesian accent. Say yeah, some so so gibberish. Indonesian accent? <laughs> I was literally going to go eat me
0: <laughs> Uh, makan saya Makan I like it.
3: What's
1: on your mind? Don't...
0: Hondas 100, it's Arcana with a song called Eat Me. And I completely forgot that we'd already talked about this band before <laughs> Adam cracked his Indonesian joke. And I was just like, ah, oh, it's those guys. Yes, yeah. That's probably why this song
3: sounded the way it did oh you mean just that it sounded familiar or
0: yeah like you know
3: it's
1: the same sort of shit
2: were these the uh the north korean apologists they, yes. they supported
1: the uh, indonesian Widodo. yeah yeah but who, yeah. Uh, who
2: was um, well
1: this is yeah on the wikipedia page it did say that one of the members of our it. of our kind of ollie jacobs played at the state funeral of kim jong-il now yeah. yes that, that is a north korean apologist can we me. just need
3: a, a big old citation on that though <laughs> yeah. because mm. that's the only thing that says that <laughs> exactly We <laughs> that's I, shit right there that's, it's such a
2: perfect lie if, if I yeah, if,
3: if I wanted to, like, kind of dick on a band a bit, I would go to their Wikipedia page and say that the band played at that funeral.
2: <laughs> yeah, didn't know Weird owl play at Kim Jong-un's inauguration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually was dead set on trying to find the answer to that question when we talked about this song. So I painstakingly went through Ollie Jacobs from Arcana's entire Twitter feed. And you would think... You would think... If you had Twitter at that time the, and your Wikipedia page was there and you were aware of it, that you would send at least one tweet saying, like, hey guys. I really don't think you would. But would you mention
3: you also, it, like. No, I don't say. think they have Twitter in North Korea. I'm not sure it's something you want to advertise. Certainly not in you know, a, like, hey, doing a gig this Sunday at <laughs> no, 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 Big no. Old Funeral. Come
1: check it out. No, but if you, you Want some ticket hookups? It, um, oh, but you'll you'll last sure. Ticks
3: has got some going
1: real cheap. But if you didn't play it, you would Oh, you you would. Yeah, you'd at least say, "Hey guys, you'd say, my Wikipedia page says I did this. I did not." That sounds like a passing. very
3: specific denial, though. I
1: think that's <laughs> that's the trap of the you know of
3: like of North of, Korea of of playing <laughs> Kim Jong Il's funeral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. How can you deny that? Right. So maybe. Maybe, maybe you did. You do it, Adam. Play the funeral. Yeah. No. Well, that's exactly what you'd say if you did, though. So. Okay. Mm. So, this is Nathan putting on his publicist hat now. Well, no, I mean, so like, like, Ollie was actually Every doing band, the best until definitively proven proven otherwise, played at that funeral because <coughs> any denial on their part would just be part of their contract. Yeah, it, 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 it's
2: really Schrodinger's North at his funeral. Exactly.
1: we would never know who did or did How not play at that funeral. How far down does this go? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll never know. Hmm.
2: And that's why Eat Me is such a song, really. (laughs) It is
1: such a song.
2: (laughs) This is a nut song. This is like, Mm. it's it's such a
1: weird pastiche
3: of like rhythms and weird kind of vibes. And there's some kind of nice beats and stuff in there. Yeah, and and actually, the opening one, it's kind of got a really good texture to it. Yeah, like, oh, this is okay. Good mouthfeel. Good good mouthfeel. I think when the chorus hits, they're like, eat my heart out and I don't care.
2: I'm like, I get this as a pop song. It checks all these boxes and that. Like, I don't love the song, but like, it seems like, a bunch of people who had studied pop music and electronic music in the 90s got together and they're like, let's combine all these things. There's the Amen break beat, there's the chorus, it sounds really punchy. It's clearly written to be a successful pop song. but Yeah, yeah and on that, I, I think the reason
1: that that comes across so strongly is that Ollie Jacobs, the guy who did or did not play at the state funeral of Kim Jong-un, he actually was... Inside recording studios in a production kind of role since he was 14. So, what I think you have here is someone who knows the production process inside Mm. out so much, he's looking for any degree of novelty and is looking to challenge himself and do something new for his own. Like satisfaction in his own interest. And, and, and and that's how you end up in Korea. This is the result. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how you book your flight. Yeah. It's it's
2: like, I have pushed the pop medium as far as it can go. <laughs> <laughs> I will be playing Kim Jong Il's funeral, to this bold new paradigm of pop music.
0: Some have compared me to Brian Wilson. <laughs> you, uh, Elton me? John? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some oh, have said funeral guy. He's the Kim Jong Ilist. <laughs> yeah. oh!
0: yeah. oh!
3: I think considering this <laughs> a, a producer's pop song, though, is, is a good way. Of thinking about it.
0: Yeah, like, I think that... So, and so also, can just, you can imagine if you did Candle in the Wind 1997 <laughs> at Kim Jong-un? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except
3: it's like in this style. <laughs> there, there are, though, some very shitty sort of cartoony vocals going on, and I do think that if we're going to throw Beaver Loop in the, like...
0: you it in the loop.
3: In the absolute bin, mm. then... Part of this is going yeah, to
1: be the well.
0: Yeah, what was that fucking horrible line in the hook?
1: No, dog, you can't chew my bone. Yeah! Chew my bone! Chew my bone! Chew my
0: bone! Like, what the fuck are you I, doing?
1: I,
2: on the lyrics, I have... Trouble trying to find a meaning behind this music. It's so written for success. That it seems like they've just been like, throw everything at the wall and assume that people resonate with so Like, everyone wants there to be a hook here. So there's a hook here and there's a hook here. Mm. And the, the, the hope is that there's enough. The listener could be like, oh, I like that line and that'll do. Yeah, like because like, there's nothing that really the song's about.
1: There's things that it alludes
2: to in terms of like
1: a one night stand, and in terms of like a relationship and regretting being with someone. I think.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, like that's their the like, kind he of was, vibes. He, he, like he did carry on his father's legacy, but it's a dictator's legacy. So <laughs> there's only so much that you can really sympathise with something like that. Even if they are trying to have a communist state in the modern day world, it is just a dictatorship, really. Yeah. and yeah. That's just, <laughs> What's so tricky about writing a song about it? <laughs>
0: hey, man, I'm not a North Korea sympathiser. Yeah. I'm a North Korea synthesiser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. But I mean, I think the pitched up vocals, you don't necessarily need to bin them with the loop because I think they also remind me a little bit of, say, Ween um, sure. or The Gurge or oh, things yeah. like that. That kind of uh. just making a choice that's a little bit obnoxious. The Gurge could and, get
2: away with this song, like, but these fuckers can't. I, actually, hearing this, I thought to myself, Regurgitator could have written this as a better song. I, I, I also yeah. thought of Regurgitator. I was like, because it's electro kind of rock. There's some defense to be had for this song. Hmm. It's not a piece of crap, but like it's it's so non-organic feeling. It doesn't feel like it was written by people who wanted to make music. It's like a really um, cheap toy of a song. Yeah,
1: or it's made by someone who wants to make music so much that they arrive at this kind of artificial, weird, cobbled together Frankenstein. Because it, there's just there's too much thinking that's gone on with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I could see.
3: You know, uh, Ollie Jackson uh, making an argument that's kind of proto gorillas in that kind of really synthetic uh, pop music kind of thing. Yeah, I'm point. not sure that this yeah. is actually
1: what the song is trying to do. Proto yeah. gorillas or oh, Homo erectus. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the cover is an orangutan. If that yeah. leads any weight to your argument.
2: Huh? They, they're, they're, yeah. What kind of music well, are you writing?
1: Well, we're writing kind of proto-gorillas
2: music. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? You'll see. A Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It'd be great to just, just like.
3: Kind of build a narrative around your band as being an influential band for an artist yet to
2: come. I, I always had the idea of, uh, in high school of making a genre, like m- playing a new kind of music and calling it proto something. Like, yes. you're like, what kind of music do you play? Oh, we play proto Scrunge. And are like, what's that? Well, when Scrunge comes out, you'll fucking see.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really
0: like that. You're, just- <laughs> you're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sir, you can't play your guitar like that. No one's played their guitar with such low baritone sounds. Well, somebody's got to. Well, my name isn't Johnny Joy Division. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Johnny Joy Division is a great name for a band. Right? <laughs> For a proto yeah, yeah. band. It's more
3: like one of those those videos that you show parents about the dangers of rock and roll and Johnny Joy Division is is the kid that gets <laughs> into rock and roll. Yeah. Don't do what Johnny Don't enjoy Joy
0: Division what does. Johnny Joy Division yeah. enjoys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, I think conclusion for me uh, on this song is that it's interesting and not completely unenjoyable, but Yeah. I can't think of any kind of mood that I'd be in that this song would be perfect for. Right? That mood does not exist. Yeah, never you, think, I oh. think
0: we're just going to have to wait for Kim Jong-un to die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At number 49 It's The Living End With From Here On in. Oh I can't explain it
1: Oh I guess it's just a way wh-
0: Is <laughs> Nathan's applauding already? Welcome to the the countdown. Yeah, 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 here, we go. yeah. here we go. Probably the From...
2: only time we'll talk about a <laughs> yes. Not ever even known or beloved Australian yeah. band.
0: Obscure, <laughs> obscure Australian band uh, called uh, the Living so, yeah. Enid. Yeah, I think it's maybe Enid. a tribute to Enid <laughs> Blyton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Uh, they played
3: at her funeral. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 and it seems to me that you live your life like you can't <laughs>
2: Just inappropriate for a beloved children's author. <laughs> the, the real wishing tree was the friends they made along the way.
1: <laughs> the real wishing tree was the stand-up base. The stand-up base yeah.
2: Chris Moonface Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> no! I was going to say like
1: the other members of the band at Cuddlepot and Snugglepot. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, international listeners, uh, this is going to sound like Australian gibberish. Oh, was it a white Australian?
3: Oh, she was, was uh, He was a Brit.
1: What? Peter Rabbit. Oh, did she write Peter Rabbit?
2: Yeah. Apparently, he's a dick in the film. Yeah, right. Mm, and rabbits are famously dicks in Australia. because like <laughs> He doesn't in, even in wear pants. Wildlife.
1: Or Winnie the Pooh doing the same thing
2: as well. <laughs> yeah, well, well the, the, the uh, Peter Rabbit movie mm. is it, hilariously copying flack from uh, a... <laughs> Food allergist, that's apologist. True. Yes, because they make fun of allergies. Or no, they, they bully someone with allergies by pegging blueberries at him because <laughs> he allergic to blueberries. That's fucking amazing. It's very as someone who has like allergies to tons of shit. I reckon that's fucking hilarious. That's he has lot. to use an EpiPen in the film though. To stop <laughs> <exciting>. <laughs> yeah, it's that's so it's, sick. It, it's hectic. Ooh.
1: Like Ooh. it's not. It's not really alright. <laughs> it's not like the fun kind of allergies where he's like swells up. It's not like Ooh. um hitch. It's not like hitch where like Will Smith gets a bit. You
2: know, swollen. He does does get swollen in Hitch, yes, as someone trying to hook dudes up who are horny for marriage. Classic Hitch. (laughs) That's Hitch, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitch
1: is the Will Smith film where he's a man man
2: in black trying to (laughs) hook aliens up with visas. Which one has Kevin James in it? That's Hitch, isn't it? Seven pounds.
0: Kevin James is a lot more than seven pounds.
1: Hey! That's enough word association. As we all know, (laughs)
0: Living End played at Kevin James' funeral. The king of queens! (laughs) (laughs) He was also here in Grown Ups (laughs) 2! I I also mean Grown Ups as well as Grown Ups (laughs) 2! As in grown ups <laughs> number two and grown ups Thank comma T O O. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, David. That was- That's. Alright, here
3: we have the first entrance entry from Australia's Foo Fighters in yeah. terms of this countdown.
0: Mm. In more ways than one. Started off fucking awesome, these days can take or leave. But! It's a sad truth. There is a sweet spot around the late 90s and early 2000s where they are the greatest band in the goddamn universe! This sounds so fresh, right? Right? That's it. They were kids, man! They were early 20s. Chris Cheney Scott Owen met as like high school students right? They both loved the Stray Cats. Yeah, we yeah, like, let's yep. make a Stray Cats cover band. That's it. Yep. And that's what they started out as. This skiffly, like, yeah, rock and roll, rockabilly kind of band. You know, they had slick back hair, they had the vest, they yeah. had the little collars and everything. For context, I, song, I can remember yeah. being seven years old and seeing the video for Prisoner of Society on my television. And I remember being completely enthralled because I had never seen anything like it. I had no entryway into Australian rock music as it stood at that point. Until that moment. It blew my fucking tiny little mind. And this band has been a huge, huge part of my life. I've seen them at least a half dozen times over the years. Like, As is well documented, they are one of those bands that you could even casually mention that you're putting on a festival literally anywhere, any kind of festival, and turn around and in a blink of an eye they will be there setting
2: up and they had a like, real yeah, reputation
1: as well of like being like in a phenomenal live band
2: yeah yeah absolutely they're they're, they live fun. and die by their live show yeah and so like this is so punk this song it like, really is they've always got like a punk rock and a psychobilly <laughs> affectation to their stuff like you can't yeah. have double bass in a punk band not have that kind of affectation yeah, mm. but here they're just still so the fresh and raw is the thing it's just like the double bass kind of became not a crutch, but it was a real like. Oh, there's a double bass in this song with a lot of their later stuff like that, mm. and with on double bass. But like here, they're just like an awesome, neat, shitty punk band. Love it. High energy, kicking ass, taking names. They, they rule here.
0: Yeah. But the, also, f- the first couple of EPs is where it's at, man. Like that's where you get some primo shit, like yeah. that in the first album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also like production-wise, it's so clean.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like for this kind of thing, particularly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It
3: just feels like especially at this point in the countdown when we've talked about many, many songs that are not great. This is such a breath of fresh air in terms of like a really exciting band. Mm. Like as a first single as well. Yeah. There's such a clarity to the idea of The Living End, even just in this one song. I think being a three-piece really helps that because when you don't have that many elements, it's easy for them to really be clear. But you listen to this and you know who they are as a band and what they want to do. And it's so easy to connect to and just... It's just such an energetic song. You throw yourself in it straight away.
1: Also, I get the real vibe that here are a group of musicians who are immensely talented and part of their talent is going towards disguising how talented they actually are. Like, they want to make it seem they're just wielding music as a force of nature that's natural to just be flowing out of them, that it's just flawless, unstoppable rock and roll. And that's just what they do. Yeah, but they they, they can't hide the fact
2: that they're ridiculously talented at what they're so, doing
1: so you can hear it and it's like and yeah hiding that is part of the
2: craft and it's just it's wonderful chris's vox like oh, he's just such God. a fucking good punk singer like yeah. so he's just ideal to like like there must have been a point like when he was like his voice broke as a teenager and he's like i can sing in a rock band for a job that's, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's what i can definitely do because his yeah. voice just fucking rules it's like it's that perfect kind of thing i talk about yes, talk about the offspring as well that ideal kind of punk rock or rock and roll voice, where you, you're you always sounding like you're yelling. Like, there's always... Yeah. Whatever, like Even when you're, like, just singing, it's a restrained yell, because you just can't help, but, like, because you want to lean forward into the mic like, as much as you fucking can, because there's this yeah. energy that you've got to get out there. Yeah, um, that's yeah, it. Yeah. He yeah, just kills it with this. This is neat to the point, not too long, just mean and fun. This yep. is exactly what you want the top half of the countdown to be.
1: And the chorus with that harmony is thrilling. Yeah. Like, it's mm.
2: genuinely thrilling
1: to listen to it. Yeah. This starts a literal decade
0: of the living end yeah they appear at least once in every hottest 100 from here on in and will learn yeah, again late 90s to early 2000s, with,
1: yeah. uh,
2: with wake up yeah
1: and of course triple j big supporters of the huge like, yeah, have yeah, to yeah. Be, right
2: like when like, again when we talk about the idea of old triple j yeah, yeah but like triple j were always going to champion these guys yeah independent band australian like high energy attitude, but not so punk that it's obtuse and, and like alienating to people. It's Double bass for song. fun. It's still poppy. They know what mm-hmm. they're doing with writing a good uh, with writing a song that people will sing and dance along to. This is exactly what Triple J would be championing like Pump that. Giggers as yeah. well, like uh, playing relentlessly. And that's why. Like and like like obviously it translates to a recorded output to a certain degree. But like seeing them live and it's like when you're a young person, you see like oh, they're in Australian boxes and he's playing slide guitar with a long neck. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I th- I remember when I first saw vision of Chris playing the the yeah. long neck slide guitar. Yeah, it's Rubbing a beer bottle up against an gu- electric guitar. I thought Spilling it was most beer all over yourself and, well. and the guitar. It's whatever. It's, it's, fun, fun, it's and... fun. Now, Triple J are one reason that these guys managed to get off the ground because this song got in high rotation and obvious reasons, but also Green Day were the other reason because these guys boldly, having only started in 1994, shot a demo tape and a t-shirt directly to Billy Joe and mm-hmm. landed a support slot because That's of
2: that. so sick. That's, wow. hard, that's even more reason to love them. Yeah, yeah, isn't that great?
0: Nice. Many, many happy returns for the living end. Let's get used to them. They are gonna be here for a while. That's
2: Good. <laughs> yeah. They're a welcome guest that is for the best.
0: And number 48, this is custard with anatomically correct.
2: I have
1: noticed that all the little cells. Gather round.
0: At number 48 in the 1997 Hardest 100 That is a song called Anatomically Correct And someone who is statistically correct Because he's a leading authority like Because it. he's a part of this show And
2: we're <laughs> right about everything is
0: Nathan Harrison We are thought, right about you, everything.
2: I thought you were going to say statistically an- anatomically correct like Nathan's within a median variation <laughs> of anatomical <laughs> yeah. correctness.
0: Nathan's dick is huge.
2: I <laughs> want just that for the like Margin of Error is a good band name, I think probably.
0: It's There's no Margin of Vera when it comes to Nathan Harrison's dick. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. That's what she said. <laughs>
3: Isn't it nice to have Custard back? <laughs> Always nice to like, have him here. We're not going to get to talk about Custard as much as we all want to, I think, you know, over the years of this counter, as we grow all together with the Hottest 100. So any chance we get is kind of nice, as opposed to the living end, who are going to just be here forever now. Yeah, <laughs> Don't disparage them. <laughs> <They've> said- <laughs> you fucking tone there, son. Well, I just think six years on, we're going to wish that we could have had one fewer living end song and one more Custard song. Yeah, That's well, my prediction. Let's check let's, back let's, in. It let's succeeds. save
2: those blase comments for the finger. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're right. You're yeah. very right. I'm sorry. Anyway, I love this song so much. I think like this is an interesting custard song because there's a kind of real gentleness to it. I like. I love this kind mm. There's a sort of mm-hmm. restraint in it. Even Dave's voice sounds like it's kind of constrained to being a bit softer than the song might otherwise ask for, particularly in the verses. But even when it gets big and the chorus kicks in, he never goes full rock and even though is so nice yeah. and laid back yeah. it's a real like cruisy sunny afternoon vibe to it which
1: is really nice and that woohoohoo has such a lineage in Australian indie rock like, yeah. Off, yeah. off the top of my head exactly making the burgers yeah. the Whitlam's uh-huh. And also, uh, there is a more modern example
2: by a band called the John Steele Singers.
1: Yes! <laughs> they got Strawberry some Rewind.
2: Yeah, exactly. some woo's. It just right. adds to that gentle, like, unexpected guest loveliness that custard brings yeah. to this, this song i've known this song it's very lovely but it's never the hmm. thing you think like oh i really want to listen to this song but whenever it's on you're like ah, oh, it's just so yeah, lovely that it's here exactly. it's just like so poppy and fresh and like the chorus and you know, like, i can hardly breathe um i didn't know there'd be days like these so it's sweet yeah it's just it's a, it's a the, sweet like sincerity that custard do so nicely and it's definitely really lovely that mixed with the like the little bit of irreverence
3: really reminds me of outdoor type the Lemonheads yeah. cover it's the same vibe for me. Yeah. It's just like this is really lovely and warm and a little bit fun and yeah. it feels
2: kind of uh not wrong obviously but like this is just such a song that kind of eludes deep discussion or analysis because it's just so like it's just so sweet and chill and like of course you'd vote for it right? Like obviously custard are always a pleasant thing and this is like yeah, not like great. my favorite custard song but it's very good to have it here. It's just nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know i get a real umi vibe mm. from it i can see that the vocal the vocals he's playing with just reminds me of tim I can say,
2: custard must have played dozens of times at UMI. Oh, yeah. Surely. They, have to be they both friends. played
3: at the uh Farewell to the World Crowded House Opera House. Of course they, oh, did. they did. Of course too. they did. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. Fuck
0: man. can you imagine being there for that?
1: Mm. They were talking uh, about Mr.
3: Milk, pretty like it's it's not quite the woohoo, oh, but it's very close. Like yeah. the
1: You'll find you'll find more and more. And if you as a listener uh, are thinking of places where the woohoo's pop up in Australian indie rock, mm. please let us know. Yeah, yeah I'm sure so they Together everywhere. we
3: can build the Australian the- Woohoo playlist. playlist.
0: Yeah, Mm. I don't think any more woohoo's are going to be coming up in this countdown at all. So I'm, I'm very glad that we're, (laughs) we're discussing them now, Mm. getting it out of our system.
3: That science checks out. Mm.
2: Yeah, Custard are always welcome guests. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sound can only mean one thing. And number 47, it's Filter and the Crystal Method. This song's called Can't You Trip Like I Do? I
1: do? I didn't believe that last one. Mm. Take it yeah. again.
3: What's your transitive verb there? Can't yeah. you
0: trip like I do?
3: What are you What are you doing? You you? are. What, what are you, Let's workshop this. Can't? Is it a, is it a slap? Are you slapping are, us with that? You can't you trip like I are do? Are you convincing me? Yeah. Are you... What's the verb here? What's, what's, what, your, Dave, what's your action? Can't you trip like Yeah,
1: no, let's like go back to the top. What's your objective here? Yeah, in this mm. scene. What are you trying to get?
0: Maybe it's a realisation of like can't you trip like I do? Right, right. So you 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 actually are just, like, just discovered for the first time. I can trip. Wait, I, I always you know. thought that you could trip like I do.
2: Right. That way, you yeah. something weird with your body and you realise that everybody's thumb could bend backwards or whatever. Oh, yeah, and yeah. That, yeah. Can't you? Yeah. Or maybe
0: I'm teaching someone to trip yeah. and they're fucking it up. I'm like, oh, can't you trip like I do? I like that like, one. That's a strong me. choice.
1: Strong. Yeah, strong acting choice. Strong choice. Yes. Okay. Right. Trip like I do. All right, Deej. We're gonna run right, it from the g- top. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna run it from the top, and I want you to use that. Okay. Whatever memory that was. Yes. Use that, okay. Oh, okay. Doing
0: pingers with Nathan and my dad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the big three.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Can't you trip like I do? I think I think we got it. Yeah, that's a wrap. Cool. Is that a wrap?
1: That's a yeah, wrap. We're good. All right,
0: guys, that's lunch. Sit.
1: Alright, uh, well I guess I'll just take over from here. Uh, yeah. number 47, that was filter in the crystal method with can't you trip in brackets like I do. Or is it's maybe the other
0: way around?
2: It's can't can't, you, you, way. In yeah, can't, can't you, you in brackets? can in brackets. Can I get you guys
0: anything for lunch?
1: <laughs>
2: nah, all good. Quinoa. Quinoa? <laughs> Bummer.
0: <laughs> you want- it wants quinoa. Quinoa? Yeah,
2: sure. Oh, just the quinoa. quinoa. Yeah. Why not? So this is, is from going? the- yeah, I think he's gone. It would be the funniest thing in the world if he came out with quinoa. <laughs> I don't really want I don't want kinoa.
1: It's just the first thing I thought of. I just it's yes and the anded. first thing you thought of? Yeah. And is he going to boil it for us? Is, well, is he going to come back also? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright,
3: here we go. Good. Fucking <laughs> hell. Alright,
0: it is hot. So just leave it there for a second. Committed. Okay, guys? <laughs> right. Strong
3: yes and vibe in this room. <laughs> oh. in, a big,
1: in a big way. Full
0: disclosure, I don't what? know if kinoa is supposed to be hot or
3: not.
1: <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> 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 This was from the Spawn soundtrack. Once again, welcome Hell back yeah. to the 90s movie soundtrack in the Hottest 100. And Spawn in particular. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Spawn we all know and love. Has, has anyone seen the Spawn film?
2: Yeah, I also oh. I, I had the SNES game of Spawn Ooh. the movie, the game. It was a- <laughs>
1: Please tell me it was called that.
2: Yes, definitely, hundred percent. oh um, The movie, the, the game. game. So there's like a Streets of Rage style thing. Like you, you played Spawn. Every like, game was that. Yeah, fully. So like every fucking movie off game. You walk from the left to the right and, and you, you punch beat people dudes in the way. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Classic Spawn. Yeah. Spawn me no and love.
1: Uh, having seen the film, what's what's the deal with Spawn? He was a comic book hero. Yeah. Da- what is the deal?
2: Dark and edgy. Like it was. Yeah, like, I'm I'm pretty sure the movie. I think the comic book is more morally ambiguous. Like it's meant to be like a. Right. like a, a blade type character or like or like think the comics are more Mature than the film was, which was very cheesy and over the top, and like, right. I'm so edgy because I am like a coin book club. Um, and, and checks out for superheroes in the 90s. Certainly, when the song started, I was like, "Oh man, this sounds like it was on some kind of
3: dark, edgy soundtrack." Yeah. To- oh, Spawn. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So <laughs> the song is crazily appropriate for the movie,
1: <laughs> is what I will say. Oh boy, you should check out who else is on that soundtrack. Who else? Because on the, the whole concept—it's a concept soundtrack, and I love that being getting like soundtrack concept. Yeah, a little bit. Like the concept is the film. Yeah. And the <laughs> themes of the
0: film. Okay. I mean, take a, take All for right. example the greatest soundtrack of our generation, Men music from and inspired by the Scorpion King. <laughs> right.
1: The concept is the Scorpion King. Yes. Okay. But what they did to bring that concept to life is they asked new metal and hard rock bands to be remixed or rework together with uh, various electro artists. Right. Hence why you have Filter working with the crystal method here. Now this yeah. is a,
3: yeah. as a film I I Spawn that. is about like healing wounds between two you yeah. know separate communities that have a lot of bad blood between them. So that is really thematically on point.
1: So this is originally a crystal method song called Trip Like I Do. And they got Filter in to make it the Can't country you? <laughs> Very good oh, no, that's you. <laughs> Exactly. And now, uh, Crystal Method, to wind back a little bit, they're uh, kind of in the same kind of bracket as your prodigies, your chemical brothers, and the kind of big beat guys, but uh, kind uh, of. Just a tear down, (laughs) shall we say, (laughs) like second shelf.
0: Yeah, I got some okay songs, but yeah.
1: Definitely a singles band. These guys have made so much coin off soundtracks for movies and video games. You should see the list of things that they've appeared on. That seems to be, like, the main thing this band is known for. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Is it, it's and, a living. And also
2: trailers. This, I ah. think this song was actually used in the trailer for The Matrix. It was, but not in the film. It's also used yeah. in, the, uh, in the Enter the Matrix video game. Wow. That right. is, yes. Yeah, that's correct. And certainly, it sounds like yeah. The Matrix. Yeah, you can you, you can really picture... Neo slow motioning to this song. Yep. Yeah. Look, I haven't heard any other songs on the rest of
1: the Spawn soundtrack, but I imagine that this is probably one of them. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the best one that they had on there That's because what I, I see think you. in terms of like what you're playing with, the idea of getting a hard rock band in with a big beat band if this is the product you get at the end of it, look, it could go
2: so much worse. Yeah, like this, like <laughs> you know, this is not egregiously awful, right? But like and it should be. But fuck me, it really wants me to think it's cool. It that's it, man. It. Yeah, it, it, it is begging for me to give it a smoke and be like, oh, yeah, <coughs> oh sorry, I just quit. Like just thinking, it's the toughest in the room, and so cool, and it's just
0: fuck me. Some of these I've got, oh, you, the, I've got, you've the, got track the track list. Yeah, Look, I was say. oh, some of these collabs have got me horny as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marilyn Manson and Sneaker Pimps, <laughs> Oh, my God. orbital yep. and Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Wow, corn uh-huh. and the Dust Brothers. Or that one could work. Here's here's one in in your wheelhouse: the Butthole Surfers and Moby. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs>
3: I like that because I imagine both of them hated working with
0: Yeah, you. I, can't, I can't imagine shit. Moby being Here, chill with Here's something that. very 1997 uh, to uh, Friends of the Show. The Prodigy mm. with Tom Morello. Mm. Ooh.
2: I, can, I can say that, that way, one. I can. Could, yeah, that, that one could have Holy legs. fuck.
0: Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot.
2: That's a weird one. What? That's a bold choice. Yeah. I need to hear that. But yeah, because this is like... The first part of it is just like a trip-hop tune. I'm like, okay, right. And then it gets so like, ga jing, ga jing, ga jing And you just like, know okay. that there's some hot take out there
1: of someone saying like, yeah, because it's trying to replicate what it feels like to be on this particular drug.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so when it kicks in, you know, yeah.
1: you, you feel like yeah.
2: that. When uh, when you said it was a concept soundtrack, I thought it was going to, like, obviously, it, it wouldn't be this good. But I thought maybe, <laughs> like, you know how soundtracks sometimes have samples from the movies, like the dialogue? Yeah, like, oh, but yeah. Like, so... Uh, it's me, Spawn. Hmm, time to put the radio on. <laughs> 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 and uh, the, the song ends, and he's like, Hmm, what's coming up next, I wonder. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm going to listen to that please, song again, and let's
3: put the track again <laughs> in the soundtrack. <song. laughs> uh, like, not get enough. Yeah. <laughs> get so, to the end, Hmm, you know what song I really liked? So that one from earlier, let's do it again.
2: <laughs> so, hold on, I'm just going to make myself a cup of tea. Let's put the... Pour Pause. <laughs> boiling water for a bit comes back. <laughs> mm, nice. Be- back-, back, what I was I listening to again? Oh, yeah, this album. Oh, I just gotta start the drink again. <laughs> Holy shit. What I like to do with albums is pretend that they're on a vinyl and have a pause halfway through.
1: <laughs>
2: so, Kendrick Lamar missed a big opportunity with the Black
1: Panther soundtrack, as good as it is. <laughs> uh- G'day, guys. This is Black what I could be here. Just wanted to say, big fan of Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good track, wasn't it? No, oh, that was sick. But it's just... <laughs> it's, it's what just... I Black Panther thought. No, but it's just him listening to, like, Pimp a Butterfly or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in-world commentary in the... by fictional characters. So, yeah. It's not as horrible as maybe it should be, but you're dead right. It does... It really wants you to know that it owns a knife. Yeah, for,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Free, but, uh, would you anywhere at the party? For me to keep my knife? Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why did you bring that? Just put it put it in your oversized leather jacket you're wearing. You fucking... <laughs> oh, I just oh, I want to put my knife somewhere. I don't want anyone to take my knife. Like, uh, yeah, I, I could leave it with my Zippo lighter, I guess. Yeah, Nathan, you hate this song, don't you?
1: Oh, it's trash.
2: It's obviously bad. Like for all oh, the- yeah, yeah, it's trash.
1: but yeah. sometimes trash is sick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This went much how I thought it would be. Yeah, of course
3: it did. The last two songs have been been by artists uh, that have been our theme music in previous seasons. Very true. Holy shit. Think on that, and I wonder what the next artist will be.
0: All right, coming up next, this is Sweet Potato. (laughs) If only. At number 46, this is that gang we all know and love, The Bloodhound Gang. This song is called Fire, Water, Burn.
2: Jimmy poppin'. I'm a dumb white guy I'm not old or new but middle school Fifth grade like junior high I don't know mofo if y'all peeps be beep. And giving props to my hoe, cause she fly But I can take the heat, cause I'm the other white meat Known as get Funky Fried. Yeah, I'm hung like planet Pluto Hard to see with a naked
3: eye But if I crashed into Uranus I would stick it where the sun don't shine Cause I'm kind of like Han Solo Always stroking my own
2: wolfie I'm the root of all that's evil Yeah, but you can't fall
0: Blood, Hound, Gang, 46, Fire, Water, Burn. The first of uh, uh, at least a couple of appearances uh, from this comedy rock outfit from the 90s. I'd say this is possibly their signature song, apart from one that mentions a certain channel and and routing, etc. But right now, we are dealing with this towering inferno, and there's only one man I know for the job. It's Spawn himself,
2: <laughs> Andrew McDonald. Thank He's you, Spawn. Yeah. Well. Yes, uh, canonically, Yep. Um.
0: Starring Adrian McDonald. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sport. Um. Oh, so he's not a villain. He's an antihero. Mm. 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 Yeah. Look, this oh this song obviously is what it is. It's like dumb white jock music and whatever. But I got a uh, history with this song. Is uh, I remember Ooh. hearing it on the radio as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. obviously it was very popular for what it was. Yes. And I uh, the radio version was censored. Um, like at least not at least when maybe not on Triple J, maybe even on Triple J, but when it was on other stations, when it had the the burn, motherfucker burn bit, mm. it went burn, mother, like, like a donkey brain. Um, ah, and then yeah. the, the second one had like a chicken clucking or whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, this is like a fun song. It's funny and silly and blah, blah, blah. And then when uh, my parents bought me the CD single and it wasn't, Fucking censored. <laughs> and my, we're like, you can't play that. Like, yeah, like, Damn it! We sent yeah. this gift. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like nine or whatever. Didn't want me learning the cuss words because it would affect my career as a yeah as spawn. As as non- spawn, <laughs> yeah, spawn. Famously never swears. Yeah. Well. yeah. Obviously, Body Hand Gang are like a band that's silly when and appealing to like a juvenile sense of humour, yeah, and jockey prattishness kind of thing like that. But I think this song, like. Like partly it's spoiled by who they are as a band beyond this but there's something about this that feels kind of slackery almost beckish and like yeah citing like d- d- r- r- doing the the pixie's monkey gone to heaven, yep. Lyrics. Yep. This is gone to heaven. so yeah and like, i gotta then, admit
0: i did have a fucking chuckle of that line definitely like, i'm not black sure. like barry white i'm white like frank black
2: yeah yeah it's like an egregiously unintelligent song like there's some clever wordplay in that and like I, I, what I'm trying to say is I like this song more than I should. I think this is a, an enjoyable piece of weird outsider pop music that happens to be by a group of people who appeal to jocks and children.
1: I think that's a good take. And I think, like, there's actually a large amount of self-awareness within the self-deprecation as well. Like, yeah. the way that they play with the hip-hop references, The Roof, The Roof, The Roof is on Fire. It's a reference to a classic hip-hop block party track by Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three. You could not get a more 80s hip-hop name <laughs> yeah.
2: if you tried. <laughs> and was this the first like instance of that burn motherfucker burn being used after that because now it's been in tons of things like it's, huh, it's like I don't know. it was used in that I, I think it was in the video not in the song but in the video for 50 Cent's in the club yeah mm-hmm. Um. there's that, a bit where like, they do the chant thing there Um. I know Ob Ivy or Rancid do it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. But tons of bands have used yeah, we, the "We do fire, the water let, let the off. motherfucker burn" because like it's super fucking good to say. It's yeah. you sound like yeah. a badass saying it. And yeah. like, if were these the first guys, is what I'm wondering, dear listeners, um, to do that. Um, to, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know. To cite that, like obviously, that it, it,
3: Rancid.
2: We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Is maybe from '94. Yeah, right. right. Okay. Anyway, regardless, I do think that like there's a bit of cleverness to this song. And the second yes, verse that's in particular, right. his flow's actually pretty good. Like, and the
1: punchlines are pretty funny. He
2: weaves in and out of the beat quite well. Yeah, like, yeah that's I, right. There's something about this that I think that if this was like, if these guys didn't go on to create like Why Is Everybody Was Picking On Me and like Fox Foxtrot from Charlie Kilo and that, yeah if they were like, more like this, they could be a band like The Butthole Surfers or something like that that sure. were a bit more outside of pop than our... Jock mainstream radio. Yeah, like, I, get I think, you. I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I'm sure nostalgia is clouding my vision with this for a lot. So, you said this song was so funny and so cool I, as like a nine year old.
1: No, I, I see the cleverness in it as well. Like, when I when I was first hearing it as well, um, I think even the way that they use the scratching, and it's really crappy, lazy scratching. Yeah. Like, they Oh,
0: it's so 90s, right? They're, yeah. They're playing like, with being.
1: what But they're playing with being bad at hip hop. They're playing with being super white guys. Trading on hip hop tropes, yeah, and they're basically doing a, almost a genre parody of rap rock in a way. They're so aware of what rap rock is.
2: You can, you can conceive of this being someone making fun of Beck. I'm sure it's not, mm. but you can conceive of that being a thing.
1: I say more like making fun of like your three elevens and your whatnots. Yeah,
2: right. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like the first lyric
1: in there okay, is that, then I hate
2: this fucking. <laughs> like, my name is no Jimmy Pop, and I'm a dumb white guy. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent, right? It's yeah. all of
1: that kind of stuff. I inexplicably love his voice.
2: Yeah, I, 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 just, I think it's I, so I, satisfying yeah. in a way. Yeah, because like that droll, that similar, it's similar to uh, John McCree of Cake, right? That kind of mm, yeah, spoken... I want them to have like a American
1: accent, deadpan off. Yeah, <laughs> so whoever whoever has less tone in their voice yeah.
2: wins. Yeah, it's like I, I fascinatingly like this song. It, I, I know it betrays a huge amount of what I enjoy about music and. <laughs> resent myself as a person but I think this is a fucking cool song I don't know there's something about oh, yes. it that works and this yeah. was their breakthrough oh, right. single like yeah. this
1: this blew up kind of on the on the college radio it was always of, going to right yeah, yeah. and that, of, and yeah, that was yeah, what
2: yeah. propelled them to be the jock band that they later like. The, not, even though, not that they weren't here this is their, from their second record yeah. but yeah they
1: couldn't keep up with the demand they, they didn't have enough pressings for the albums when, <laughs> <Really>? when <laughs> mm-hmm. this song began to get in rotation hmm. on the radio Can you stations you imagine? Or what an awesome like, problem to have kicking oh, down yeah.
0: the door at fucking brushes like give me the blood down yeah
3: <laughs> I don't have any connection to this song as a kid, so it's, it's just like, yeah, I get, I, I, I get that take. Tell us about your childhood. Coming, well, you know, it was fine because it didn't have any of this. So,
0: <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs>
3: but, but coming to this as an adult, I'm just like, I don't find it funny or clever enough. Yeah, I don't I understand but I don't, that. But I, I also I don't, g- don't want to dismiss your take because no, I, I, I totally get, understand yeah. someone disliking this. Song. Yeah, exactly. I can totally imagine a universe where I did like it as a kid and now i'm like oh look i know it's a bit crap but i have a fond spot for it and i think yeah these things that they're doing are actual you know things or whatever but i just don't have that
1: and that's fine i like enough songs
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> need no more music in your life what's gonna- your limit <sighs> three more <Whoa. laughs> you can only, like, you three can
0: more only songs. like three more songs choose carefully
2: <laughs> so you're gonna yeah. hear one ap this year and then cut your ears off <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it wouldn't be no, worth could, listening to stuff because no, I yeah. wouldn't know yeah, to geez. like it. Wow. Yeah, that's not oh, brutal. That's not great. These guys have a history, for a bit of fun trivia, of getting in trouble when it comes to flags. Yeah. Ooh, sounds a bit silly. They what are they up to? They like to piss on things. Indeed, you're right. They um they do like to piss on things, specifically the Ukrainian flag. Aruga. Oh, um, fuck off. Which which if it was American, great, I was going to give piss them on your on own on, flag. Yeah. More than one flag. Okay. More than one flag. The Ukrainian That's that's a problem. Mm. The American flag they trampled on at shows, but they have gotten the most in trouble by sticking the Russian flag down their pants during a show in the Ukraine. Yeah, right. Maybe as a way to apologize yeah. for sorry, yeah. previous offenses yeah. with their flag. Yeah. Maybe it's just, that's what they're doing yeah. now.
3: <laughs> just imagine yeah. them on stage with like both of them and be like, "Is this what you want?" Yeah. And then I said, oh, so, I'm trying to make it better. I'm yeah. trying to delete I'm this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to delete it. Yeah. They, I'm trying to put the right flag down my pants yeah. and respect the, the right, yeah. the, you know, the correct flag.
1: They were almost sued by Russia. Like they, Russia what? were were getting ready a legal case to bring against the Bloodhound. Game. That would be so that's funny. Some that, 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 that's some good. Yeah. Press. Yeah. Really yeah. well, yeah. And um, they um they w- were banned from playing in Russia because of it. It was a big, hmm. it was a big.
3: I also like that because I don't think Bloodhound Gang are a band that America would defend against. <laughs>
0: <Russia>. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah,
2: there are some bands that you know America would be like <laughs> if it's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah, like,
0: yeah, no, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's whatever. Like, if you were a kid and you heard this, it's just like, ha, huh, they said funny swears and shit. But like, you come to that shit now, and you're just like. Oh uh, boy, this wouldn't fly these days. Can't bloody say anything these days, am I right? Bloody <laughs> <thing it> is. <laughs> this
3: is Deej's flagship song for p- Political Correctness Gone Mad. <laughs> it is
0: political. Because now you can't fucking release Firewater Bird. The
3: Gang would never have the success in this era that they did in the 90s, and that is a travesty.
0: It's an right? travesty. <laughs> Alan. Uh-oh. Yeah, look, yeah, Bloodhound Gang have always been a fucking sometimes food. It's it's a sometimes food because it's not good for
1: you to listen to this all the time. No <laughs> it's not. You know, that's it's like, that was like... Any
0: comedy rock, like it's just you can't do it all the goddamn time. You need to break it up with other shit. It's like how I can't listen to any style of music more than for like a little bit. I can't just be like all black metal or all polka. Oh I can or, never be any the, black metal
3: yeah uh, we know yeah we know you we're, yes. like fucking... we know
1: nathan's racist against black Let, yeah leave it there ironically black metal is a very white genre it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the most racist it's genre of music very, in the world it's not good to yeah he's <laughs> not <laughs> black yeah.
0: like barry white he's white like black
1: metal <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yeah. i think even by comedy rock standards these guys are, are particularly sometimes food oh my god <laughs> yes I think there's an argument to be made for this being their best song. Definitely know? their best song because there's, yeah. there's there's more to it to me at least than just a punchline.
1: And even then, that's not saying much. But it does make a lot of sense that it was in the Triple J Hottest 100 because this is of course, such a...
2: such a J song. Yeah. Oh my god, totally. Yeah. <laughs> we had like an intro or something to say, but like how we? I'll do a jingle. <clears throat>
1: what's
0: good
2: for you? Mm-hmm. What's
0: good for me? What's good for you? What's good for me?
2: All right. Yeah this this is our <laughs> ever our ever present weekly segment. What's yeah, good for you? What was the, when was the episode where we said this was going to be weekly? Like two or three, three. is weekly. Yeah. Any yeah, it's
3: been any week that doesn't have this segment, whether the podcast comes out or not, is not
2: technically a week. Yeah, you just misremembered it, listener. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah, we I love day. gaslighting our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we in this segment, as you know and love, we um go around and just say something that we've been enjoying this week. That has made us feel happy and loved, I guess. Um, yeah. Adam, what's been good for you this week? It has to be the Black Panther soundtrack, helmed
1: by Kendrick Lamar. Did an awesome job. Like, it's. I haven't seen the movie yet, but as it stands, it's just a really great hip-hop record with some really, really great songs and really great choices. Yeah. <laughs> How
0: would you compare it to, say, the Scorpion King soundtrack?
1: Having not heard the Scorpion King soundtrack, I well, seems then, like I, I have just some forgot homework.
0: your entire opinion on everything
2: soundtrack-related. Fair. <laughs> David, what's making you happy?
0: Uh, It is an album called Wait for Love. It is the latest studio album by the Baltimore post-hardcore band Pianos Become the Teeth. I mean, post-hardcore in quite a literal sense. They started out as like an emotive, like Screamo-esque sort of band. with like mostly screened vocals and like a lot heavier stylistically. Um, but on their last album, which came out in 2014 called Keep You, they changed it up quite a bit. Uh, their vocalist, Carl Durfee, uh, did uh, like sung like quote unquote clean vocals for the entire record. And that's something they'd never done before. And it was, like, pretty adventurous. Like, it's this record that ended up sounding more like, you know, like The National than it did, like, La Dispute or something like that. You know, it is quite a, you know, morose and, like, emotionally intense record. Um, Yeah, they take influence from, like, indie and, like, post-punk and all this sort of stuff. And, yeah, blend it into something that is pretty, like... Uniquely theirs now, like it's something that I feel like they've really developed on the back of this new record. Yeah, I think this is a really special and and sadly often overlooked band. So um, yeah, pianos become the teeth. Wait for love.
1: Seconded on uh, how good that band is.
2: Yes, Great. keep keep you is such a good album for me. I've been really enjoying this uh, uh this indie game that came out like a couple weeks ago called Iconoclasts. Right, um, it's kind of a Metroidvania style exploration game, but set in a kind of um. Not quite steampunky, but like it's a real mechanic and solving kind of base game. Like, there's lots of fun puzzles. You have a short range gun and a wrench, and you use the wrench to solve puzzles and the gun to defend yourself kind of thing. But it has some really excellent, hugely over the top robotic boss fights, stuff like that. Um, when you do uh, after kind of lengthy exploration segments, not super difficult, but challenging in a fun way. Um, yeah, but the, the world building that it hints at as you go through, about like you are kind of a a non-believer in this world where they talk about like the mother this like Mm. spiritual or like perhaps real force that controls everything in a dictatorial kind of way and you infiltrate their like base as you go on kind of thing but yeah i'm not i haven't finished it yet so i can't verify if it doesn't um keep up but four or five hours in it's been a really enjoyable kind of it's uh kind of that 16-bit style graphics with the old school like pixelated art which is kind of was in Vogue maybe five years ago and it's kind of been done now, but it still looks gorgeous and it's got a really fun soundtrack as it goes on. I recommend it. It's only like 14 or 15 bucks on Steam. Yeah, Iconoclasts. It's on all major um, computer devices. Nathan, I, what's making you happy this week? Uh, what's
3: making me happy is the new Nils From album, uh, All Melody. Nils is oh, a... Man. It's so good. Right? Like, yeah. I yeah. Know. Nils is a German musician. He does a lot of work. Um, It's all like kind of a lot of ambient sort of instrumental stuff, a lot of playing with different types of piano and recording in piano in very different ways and combining that in, in really interesting uh, sort of methods or whatever. And the new album, All Melody, is super, super lovely. I've liked previous albums of his, Spaces and Felt, but I think this is like really, really special. Um, Sunson is like the second track goes for like nine minutes, but it's like... A really good indication of how kind of experimental and varied he gets, but also really just like pulls things together in, a, in an exquisitely beautiful way. It's a, like a lovely album to get lost in and just kind of explore, but also very, very chill and relaxing. It's very lovely. I recommend it.
2: What was the name of the record again? Uh, All Melody by Nils Fram. Great. Cool. Well, dear listeners, I hope something's making you happy this week. As always, please tell us in the iTunes review section, where it's our main forum. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Give us a five-star and we'll chat it's with you there.
3: With you, tell iTunes that we are.
2: Yeah. yeah, if you check out anything that we
1: recommend on any of these um, and you happen to get value out of it or you like it, we'd love to hear the feedback. Or indeed,
3: you it. Yeah. it. if what's, you dislike it. Tell us what's good for you as well. Yeah, yeah sure. tell us what's good for
2: you. And if you like, we care check out you. this Neil's Farm recording. and you think Nathan's blowing more hot air into the sky. <laughs> um, don't let him get away with it. And we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Before we get out of here, we will now pick our favourites and our least favourites and continue the continuing story of our carryover champs and carryover chumps. Adam, what you
1: got? I was tossing up my favourite between Custard and The Living End. Spoil for choice. I know, they're both very good. But I think I might just put The Living End over it. Because I don't know whether I'm going to enjoy any other Living End song as much as I enjoyed that one.
3: Really? Because it's a mm. discovery
1: as well. Oh, yeah. It's a, mm. it's a, it's a new one. Nice, nice, um, nice. And who knows whether I'll have the chance to big them up, depending where the other Living end songs fall in the bracket. So, well, I got the opportunity. I'm going to go for it. But Honourable Mention to Custard, for sure. And likewise, for the rest, it's a bit... Spoiled for choice. It's a bit tough <laughs> as well. <laughs> I put, out of the remaining ones, <laughs> I probably, like, filtered the most. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I'm actually going to put Arcana as my least. Because um, it's just, I, I don't know, when would you want to listen to that?
2: Yeah, that's true. Motion I I can seconded.
1: See I might become edgy in, later on in my life, and I'll need to keep it on the record. That I think you I can pull that leave. off. Are you, are you
2: same and same for fave and least, Dave? Yes. Um, but, so yeah, champ, my, champs and my, 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 my Yeah, champs and chumps remain the same. For now, Are you guys doing the same as well. No, my favorite was uh, was Living In for sure. Uh, yep. but my least favorite would be Filtering the Crystal Method. Uh, my chump remains Beveloop, my champ remains Danny Warhol's. Has been for a long time now. Be a, I do adore that track, hmm. yeah, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I, I, I might go. Cost, oh no, no, Living End. I don't know, but you're right. Like it's tough. Two right? very good tracks they in are. this episode. Yeah. Uh, but Living End uh, Champ is is definitely going to be Louis Bertet still. Uh, probably for quite a while, for years probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like season eight,
3: and I'll be like, still, yeah. Uh, least favorite. <sighs> um, it's really three way tight. Let's give it to Bloodhound Gang. Spread the
1: yeah, fair. The, <laughs> the
3: least favorite. Very around. diplomatic. Um, you? but obviously the loop. <laughs> Will it ever be closed? (laughs) Or uh, have we closed it by keeping them as the chumps? It's hard to say. It's a
1: continual struggle.
0: It's a fractured metaphor. (laughs) Okay, well, I think we've boldly ventured into the top half of the Hottest 100. Yeah, I'm enjoying
2: this podcast. I think I'll... (laughs) Oh my God, Spawn! I I think I will rate, review and subscribe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of Mr. Andrew McDonald. Good night. Mr. Nathan Harrison. Bye. Mr. Adam Buncher. Cheers. I'm Black Panther. Everything is good for you.
2: I'm not that track again. I'm going to re- replace the needle on the record. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really need to pay for a premium Spotify account to avoid getting these egregious ads. <laughs> it'd be It would be great if this is like, oh, this doesn't seem to be working correctly. Just him on like customer care for
1: like his record player for a while. <laughs> no, I've done that. <laughs> 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 oh wait, okay, it's working. Again. Oh, yeah. yep, I yes, see the Oh, yep. Sorry,
3: it's getting late. I don't want to know my neighbours, so I'm going to turn it down a <laughs> bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think this song sounds good when you put the mixing to the bass-heavy mix. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Picks up his acoustic guitar. He's just mindlessly noodling along, <laughs> 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 singing
2: yeah, along good. a bit.
0: Okay, I could cover this. I could yeah, cover
2: this. can you trip like me, sport? <laughs>